What if you could predict when a specific tree would likely hit a power line during the next big storm? And more importantly, what if you could actually prevent this from happening? Utilities in the U.S. alone collectively spend six to eight billion dollars annually to conduct vegetation inspections and maintenance. Some other interesting statistics: 25% of power line outages are due to contact with vegetation. Also, vegetation-related incidences actually cause 7% of all wildfires. Managing vegetation has become one of the largest operational expenses for utilities. Every year, you've probably seen tree trimming and maintenance crews in your community, making sure trees and other vegetation are not encroaching on power lines. But just how do utilities decide when and where this trimming is needed most? And how could this sometimes reactive or traditional process become more proactive? Hi, I'm Jay Serval, an enterprise architect with Capgemini, and welcome to our AI application podcast series. In this episode, we will explore how IBM and Capgemini are working together to enable utilities with the latest data-driven tools and insights to prevent vegetation-related outages. Joining me today to discuss this topic is Robbie Berglund, business unit executive for energy and utilities, chemical and petroleum at the Weather Company, an IBM business. Welcome, Robbie. Could you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, thanks, Jay. Appreciate the uh, introduction. Good morning. Um, I've been with uh, the company here for about 18 years, almost all of that time, uh, dealing with different facets of uh, you know the energy life cycle uh, at a utility, and uh, you know most recently uh, the combination of, of weather and, and vegetation and what that really means for utility. And, and I like the introduction that you gave up front. I mean, really, how, what can we do to mitigate that? with the most current technology that's available. Uh, and this is going to be really exciting to talk about today. Great. Also joining us today is Victor Jimenez, Utilities Executive, Digital Solutions and Strategy Leader at Capgemini. Welcome to you, Victor. Could you share a little bit about your background with us as well? Yeah, Jan, thank you for having me. Uh, I've been in the utilities industry 25 plus years in different areas as an employee of a utility uh, as a uh, executive and a product provider to a utility, and, and obviously consulting with Capgemini. So I have seen, uh, have three different lenses on vegetation management and what we could do to promote safety. I mean, that is the focus of vegetation management, at least from my perspective, given that I am based in California and that we are seeing uh, some of the impacts of what vegetation management, the, the challenges that we could have looking forward to this. Great. Thanks for that, Victor. So we'll start with Robbie. Can you tell us a little bit about how IBM and the Weather Company's vegetation and management solution has evolved over the past several years? Yeah, thanks for that question. You know, the, the technology is, is relatively new. Um, and, and in several years, a few years is probably appropriate, uh, you know, timeline, um, given, you know, when it's actually been out in the industry. You know, our original thinking was to do the work of remote sensing um, you know, we're talking about imaging, artificial intelligence, to try to give a utility a sense of, at scale, meaning geographical scale, with, with some level of recency or frequency, where things are the worst, right? I mean, it's, this isn't rocket science, and at the same time, it, is, it can be sophisticated. But where can we tell a utility, you know, things are the worst? And originally, our idea was to do some of this work that we had core competency on of remote sensing, imaging, the AI aspect that that IBM was good at, but ultimately to hand a file, in this case, let's call it a GIS file, a shape file, they call it, over to the client and let them deal with the rest. 
And honestly, you know, it didn't take too long before we realized like we, we got to do more than that. Um, not everybody was ready to take that and like just run with it and get actionable information out of it and take action on it. So we really realized we needed to move to a platform where we could, you know, really help them come up with a, an action plan for, you know, decision making, uh, mostly in the form of work prioritization. Uh, rank ordered scoring, even at granular levels, like, you know, down to the feeder level if they, you know, if desired, but at least at the, you know, the circuit or circuit section level. And, uh, you know, luckily, you know, that platform was present out of the um, IBM Maximo software suite. So IBM has, a, you know, incredible presence and experience in asset management, asset inspection and, and software that supports that. And still, though, even with that, you know, as we, we progressed on this and kind of realized how really we can help best, you still know there's just more room. We have, we have to ask this question, like, can any one entity, can any one company or vendor be jack of all trades and, you know, master of none? In other words, like, you know, we really need strong partnership with the likes of Capgemini to scale the solution across all facets of work life that I think you're going to get to um, Victor later on in their environment. But certainly you can see that we had to move away from purely doing the, the art and science of uh, taking an image and saying, here's where the trees are, and into the analytics of saying, here's what you do about that. Thanks for that. So, Robbie, can you describe how IBM is working to take this vegetation management to the next level and what key innovations in this space are making the most significant difference with utilities? Well, you know, it's, I, I hate to you know, sound cliche, but the sky's the limit here. There's just so much you can do. That, that mostly is because the problem of vegetation management is growing. You know, the, the environmental conditions are ripe for things that Victor mentioned up front, wildfire and things like that. And the approach that's traditionally been taken um, leaves kind of the door open for technology to help improve uh, safety uh, and to improve reliability. And so if I were to boil it down, I'd say there's probably three areas for key innovations that, that are going to make a difference as we move forward. One is to move into incorporating weather type information into the vegetation management program. Um, we, we heard up front, you did a nice job summarizing that weather plays a big role, you know, into kind of identifying where vegetation is going to uh, need to be targeted due to weather. So our idea really is to pre-target areas that are the most, this, we'll just call it weather prone to causing reliability issues. And, and you can do that based on historical performance of the asset. In this case, we're talking about, uh, you know, conductors, power lines. So asset type and, and combine that with weather type. How does this type of asset historically perform? How does it hold up against this type of weather that's coming at them? And then even do something to notify proactively the client so that they possibly could get out there if it's a high critical area before the next storm comes in. We see the storm on the horizon. You could possibly do something to mitigate that now. So incorporating weather type information into the vegetation program is what's happening now for us. Um, we're right on the, the cusp of that. Secondly, I would say, you know, what I mentioned earlier, to advance the art and science of the kinds of insight that you can gain by remote sensing. So now here, I'm not talking about feature and function of the analytical platform. I'm talking about just the information that you're going to get by overhead scanning, whether that be aerial or by satellite, which is what we do a lot of. And I'm, I'm now talking about advanced cases, like not just telling them where the trees are, where they're the worst, what kind of percentage of encroachment or distance to the conductors they've got, but let's tell them about the tree types, tree species, I'm, I'm really referring to, tree health. I mean, with, when you start to get into those areas, now you're going to start to be able to target types of trees that are prone to falling in to right-of-ways and corridors. 
maybe types of trees or species that are known for rapid growth rates or even species under the right conditions. Here, you you know, combine this like with weather elements that are known for wildfire ignition. Right? I mean, there's, there's just so many use cases that you can address. And so we want to propel that, that art and science of detection um, sophistication. You know, if I had to have a third, I mean, this is a, probably a, you know, one of the most important is to have strong partners that can help us complete the work of making this a full end-to-end solution. So now I'm talking about being pragmatic, the practicality of taking those insights I'm mentioning and the recommendations, the guidance that you get, you know, from, from a well-done tool set, but then implementing all the way across the work execution atmosphere, uh, you know, enterprise-wide. So in other words, let's increase the functionality. So, you know, anybody, whether it be the C-suite down to the lineman uh, that's going to use this can really use it. Uh, and that's that's why we partner with the likes of Capgemini. Great. Thanks for that, Robbie. Turning to Victor. So when meeting with utility clients, have you noticed common issues related to vegetation management? And do they feel their current process is sufficient or do they see room for improvement? Yeah, so what's interesting, you know, and again, with uh, the three different lenses that I've mentioned uh, in my introduction, uh, vegetation management in our in our conversations with utilities or even as an employee of a utility, there was, uh, we may be disputing on whether we want to go to the next ERP system or the next billing system. But when you say vegetation management, everybody nods their head, yes, that's something that we need to work on. And this has been for years, right? Even before the recent uh, wildfires. But when you when you dig deeper into vegetation management, you know, what does that, you know, what does that mean? What do you need? And, you know, and we look at it from a, obviously from a consulting perspective at the entire process. And, uh, you know, the key area, of course, is the analytics. You know, we, we did not have the ability to predict when a tree or if a certain tree could be impacted by another one. And, you know, is there uh, equipment or utility assets uh, nearby uh, that it could impact? We do have the ability to do that now, uh, but we do need to still look at this uh, from a holistic perspective. You know, the budgets that you mentioned earlier uh, for vegetation management primarily consist of the actual work that happens at the linemen and the the contractors that uh, tree trimming uh, contractors um, are performing. So if you if you look at the entire picture, there are certain improvements. But of course, the primary, uh, the, the most the focus should be on these uh, predictive analytics and what you introduce this uh, this podcast with. You know, how can we prevent this? The technology is there; it's certainly there, and it's readily available for us. So, Victor, can you describe for us how Capgemini's systems integrations expertise enhances the vegetation management technology and toolset from IBM? And how this actually benefits utility providers? Sure. So, you know, again, if you look at it at a holistic level, everything from from the analytics and predictive analytics to provide guidance uh, for the process to managing contractors to managing uh, or integrations with uh, with Maximo and asset performance management um, field services um, uh, across the board, um, focusing on the analytics aspect. There are many views out there. There are different components. And the way I look at it is, you know, you have data acquisition. And this is where there's a, a lot of focus in the industry. So you, you have the, the drone fleet providers, um, the commercial airplane and helicopter, LIDAR, thermal imaging. And I want to add also, you know, employee or customer uh, pictures. 
you know, the ability for alignment to, you know, if they had the ability to take a picture while they're on a pole uh, and then see an asset, you know, with uh, potential failure or a customer that takes a picture of, you know, maybe something dangling from a pole or a tree that's about to fall. Having the ability to take those images and, and capture them. The next component is uh, when we have that data, what what do we do with that data, right? So if it's an image, we need to get that that image ready for processing and for analytics. But we also may have an inspector look at that image and put notes on that image and, and other pre- what we call data preparation. Uh, and then you you take all of that data and you run it through the analytics engine. And that's where you're finding the correlations, you know, to certain factors. You know, you add data from multiple sources, the uh, species data, obviously weather data, you know, any other type of data that's coming from assets or even uh, from the utility customers. And then you determine, you know, here's the highest probability of assets failing or vegetation that could be at risk, and then you act on it. So, uh, when we look at those components, uh, you know, certainly Capgemini could do each of those, building it on on our own. Uh, some of our clients um, have decided to invest and build these high power data scientist teams to build it on their own. But, you know, that's a, a decision for a utility to make if they want that investment. You know, those resources are are hard to get. And this is why we really like the IBM solution is because you take all of those components that I mentioned, and those are part of the solution. And and better yet, you could actually pick and choose which ones uh, which ones you want to uh, implement. So if you have this framework to process all of this data, to acquire all of this data, but you also have images that are generated, um, you know, by a certain part of the utility, you could just incorporate them. Or if we have images that, you know, we capture from other sources, we could incorporate them, adding a, a analytics model in there. Uh, so all of those could be used uh, on the IBM solution. And that's why we feel that it's uh, so only solution out there that incorporates all of those components in a framework that a utility could use. Great. Thanks for that, Victor. It's easy to see how the partnership of Capgemini and IBM provides a best-of-breed solution to clients. So for both of you, while the focus of today's discussion has been on the utility sector, I assume that there is applicability to other industry sectors facing similar challenges, thinking maybe telecom, cable providers, and transportation. What other industry sectors could benefit from these solutions? Well, you, you certainly, uh, you know, hit a couple of them right off the bat. I mean, I think when I think of it and, and, you know, Victor, you know, has his point of view on this, I'm sure as well. Energy and utilities, it jumps off the page. The, the return on investment, um, you know, the value case is, is absolutely present. But when you really look at, you know, assets in general and, um, you know, corporations that have to, conduct maintenance, right? There is a business reason, a strong reason to keep vegetation away from the asset. I mean, there's so many industries that could benefit from this, you know, and you mentioned a couple up front, you know, you think about roadways and highways, you know, I think about other assets in the field, you know, I, part of my life is chemical petroleum. So you think about pipeline and and managing right of ways and keeping vegetation off those right of ways where needed. Certainly you could apply this to rail. Uh, That's another one, right? You've got a linear asset in that case that absolutely for you know, life and limb uh, needs to have maintenance conducted uh, so that not only can the operation continue, but it can continue safely. So, you know, that's not an exclusive list by any means. 
but assets in the field where vegetation is encroaching and the need for insight into where it's the worst and what to do about it, the analytics behind that, I, I think is where this could be applicable to many, many industries. So I think you covered most of them, but uh, what I would also say in railway for sure, you know, Capgemini has experience building uh, solutions on vegetation management and railway, but you could even take this for not only other industries, but even outside of vegetation management. It's an analytics problem. Taking this uh, this framework, as I mentioned, and it's not really a framework, right? It's, you know, the solution is there. We could apply it to uh, to other, you know, industries as well as use cases. And I think that's, uh, you know, we've actually done a uh, leakage detection using some of these products uh, for water pipeline. And it's, you know, it's something that has been available for some time and, you know, has a, a good success stories. So yeah, the sky's the limit, right? As, as you said, Robbie, and we're excited to to be your partner on this. Great answer. A big thank you to both Robbie and Victor for joining us today, and thank you, the listeners. Hopefully, you found it valuable. If you're interested in learning more, visit us at capgemini.com, and be sure to look for additional podcasts in our AI application podcast series. This is Designing Momentum, a podcast from Capgemini. Designing Momentum is a show about what it takes to build and maintain momentum in business. When the odds are against you, how do you forge your own path? Original ideas very rarely come from looking in the same place as you always look. So in this show, we'll be turning the spotlight in a different direction that you wouldn't necessarily think to look. Hosted by me, Frank Wammers, and with the help of Rachel Burford, International Women's Rugby World Cup winner, and experts in emerging technology in sport, we'll be exploring why what goes on in the boardroom isn't so different to what happens on the pitch. Make sure you subscribe now in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.